This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Kyle Dodson. And Kyle, the uh, gentleman sitting across from me tonight, we've been trying to get him here for about two months. Yeah. Uh, finally did it. Mm-hmm. He texted me that he was in the alley, and uh, it's kind of worried, but I got out there and he was there. Didn't, yeah. didn't try to fight me. <laughs> kind, of, kind of where I hang. <laughs> uh, everybody, uh, Mr. Steve. Now, I should have asked you this before. Yes, Is sir. it... What's the pronunciation of your last name? Piercy. Piercy. Yeah, people say all kinds of good shit. They say shit. Percy, they say yeah, Piercy. Yeah, yeah. And I tell them to shut up. So you just say Piercy. Piercy, yeah. Piercy. It's, yeah, you've been saying We've been it, saying it, right? been saying it correctly? It's a German, uh, Irish, whatever name, I think. <laughs> Other people say they, they, you know, I get the weirdest messages going, oh, I'm your relative. Oh, my. No, you're not. I can count them on my hands. <laughs> Most of us are dead, except for me. Uh, yeah, we said Stephen's name quite a few times when we would we would curse him out for not being here. Oh, totally God. joke, totally kidding, totally joke. Okay, so Stephen, the reason you're here, yes, you sir. have a brand new solo album called yes. Smash. Yes, sir. And before we start talking to you, mm-hmm. let's hear uh, let's hear a little bit of a couple of tracks. Kyle started off with this song called. Uh, I think this is the song that you got a video for right now. Yeah, the video. Yes, our first one. This is 10 Miles Wide. You sound exactly like the Stephen Piercy I remember when I watched uh, MTV in the 80s. Mm. You sound exactly the same. Yeah, you know, it, it's kind of cool. I've, I've never labeled myself as a Pavarotti of metal <laughs> or anything. I just, you know, the, from the day I started singing, I smoked and did things, and I just... Do what I do, and and it's interesting um, because I get that a lot, you know, um, about my voice, but I don't really think about it. Right, you just do it. It's like I tell my daughter, I'm going to go yell at some people. (laughs) She knows exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to go do a show. Um, (laughs) I don't. You know, sometimes I'm sure I suck, and sometimes I'm sure I'm sound okay. And but you know, it takes care of business. And I mean, nothing's changed for me. I, You're I, still doing what you always did. Yeah, and I, 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 my ethic is 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 to go out and have a good time. It's not to. Uh, 
earn Grammys or whammies or <laughs> Bammies. Bammies or, you know, God forbid, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or something, you know, uh, because we're all disrespected anyway in my genre. Yeah. And, and, you know, what I think we're from, the priests, the maidens, the Van Halens, the Motleys, the Rats, so... Whatever, I just yell at people, man. It's over. <laughs> well, the, as far as that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame thing goes, that's gonna have to start to change because I mean, Rush got in and Journey got mm. in, and we got Yes in there, so we're getting you know we're getting prog rock, we're getting uh, yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, so you guys have to be next. It's got to be the metal guys uh, have got to be next. I could give a shit if it's us. You know, I mean, <laughs> you know, we we we've done our time. We know where we're at. I don't, you know, I've I've got so many platinum records i don't even know where they're at i give them away their door stops and their fucking book uh you know uh i i, I just i'm in the books I, you, that's all i care about you've said really so you've care. said so many things that i just in this short time that i want to cover mm. the thing about giving your platinum records away mm. literally walking distance from where we are recording right now there used to be mm. a, a record store called heavy rotation yes and i would go friends. in there yes. yeah and you're Platinum albums would be hanging up on the wall. Yeah, well, they were my friends. I lived um, right across the alley and had a studio, and 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 I still associate with some of the guys there. Cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's just a thing, you know. I mean. God knows I probably sold more because you were so ripped off with the labels back in the day. Anyway, they charge you for. Two million records sold, and they go, "Oh, your record just went platinum." And but by the way, it really went three times. And you know, how can a record go three times platinum in 1984, and then in 2015 they go, "Oh, it went four times platinum." <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> CDs come out, you know. There's this. I don't give yeah. a shit, really. You know, I just make music. I don't. Well, that's cool because I remember being in heavy rotation. I would say, uh, "Are these for sale?" And they'd say, uh, "No, that's Stephen's our friend." And I'm like, yeah. oh, "Oh, I love them." All right, yeah. I used to love that store. I, I mean, I've gone to sushi bars and I go, "Hey, I got a Japanese platinum. I want to give you, man." And they just go, "Hey," I go, yeah. <laughs> I go there and I go, "Here, put that up on your wall." You know, the only the only records I care about are my first gold and platinum, and those are the only ones I cherish, and that's it. You know, uh, and you also you said you had a, you have a daughter. How old is your? Can I ask how old your daughter is? She's uh, twenty one. Twenty one. Wow. Yeah, and she's a photographer, and she uh, shoots bands, travels the countries, and shoots all these younger bands. And actually, I've met a bunch of them, and I know them. We've become friends. Cool. And actually, doing shows together as odd as that is, and you know they. Uh, uh, it's kind of cool, you know. It's full circle, but she doesn't want it. You know, she doesn't work off my name. No, no. She's all self-made. She's her own trip, and she wants it that way. So I respect that. Very nice. Yeah. And uh, let's hear another song mm. from Smash. Let's hear this song called "Dead Roses." Mm.
that sounds amazing, man. I mean, when, mm. you know, when, when, uh, can I call it, I'll call you a veteran rocker. Mm. When a veteran rocker releases a new album. Yeah. You never know what you're going to get. Mm. And when I, uh, when I put this thing in the car stereo, mm. I was like, holy fuck. You like that intro? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, the first song fuck. <laughs> you know, the first song's great. And then you're like, okay. Yeah. And the second song's great. And then yeah. it just keeps going. The whole thing, top to bottom, yeah. is a great album. Thank you. So congratulations you know, on, on, on doing this. I appreciate it. This is, this is by far, you know, I mean, I write every day, all day, 24-7. I have since day one. And, and uh, my cohort, Eric Ferentino's last 15 years of my solo band, um, I mean, we have such a, a, a chemistry mm -hmm. of writing. It, it's it's the oddest thing. It's like interstellar. It's like he goes here, and I go, oh shit, you know, I could rip that to shreds, you know. <laughs> and and a lot of my songs that I wrote didn't, you know, it wasn't that they didn't part or what we did because I actually scrapped. A, a ton of music um, before uh, Frontiers came to me and wanted to pick up the record. I had already was in the studio prepared to do a record called Sucker Punch, and I recorded four songs. Okay. Low Hill mixed uh, I Can't Take It, which is on the record, and <clears throat> I tried to get him involved in the full uh, um, smash, but he wasn't uh, available. So you and know, Bill Hill, he's uh, the he's the guy producer. that produced the the mm -hmm. first Rat albums. And I went, if anything came from that, it was the schematics of what he did with "I Can't Take It," um, which um, I used because I we've worked so well together over the years, and we're still friends. And I know the schematic. You know, mm -hmm. uh, you have to work off somebody. You just can't go in there. And my guys in my solo band, uh, 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 Matt Thorne, especially where I record all my stuff, um, engineered, uh, recorded, played bass, and and you know we're, we're, it took a long time for this record, and we wanted to take a long time. We w wanted to cross T's, dot I's, and 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 literally make it the best thing possible we wanted it to be diverse we wanted to have a beginning the middle and end and thank god it's on vinyl because that's where i come from in the 70s yeah. when i listened to zeppelin and and uh you know sabbath and you know you eat some dose which was acid you throw on the <laughs> headphones and listen to sabbath and you know and you get the big picture well i wanted this record to actually cover that yeah don't be afraid to try anything do, do do whatever because i have done solo records no matter what people think about them they were half-assed or they were good or whatever mm -hmm. they were they are what they are but this you is know? your best solo album i hope that's okay to say that because well, it, thank you. it really is yeah yeah in my opinion thank you well it was a sober environment that kind of helped <laughs> you know how long have you been sober uh, too long. No, but um, <laughs> long enough. Okay. Uh, it's a it's a day to day thing. It's all good. But 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 we really did take our time and and really worked every. I mean, I was writing lyrics on my phone 
singing melodies. I'd pull off the side of the road, scribble stuff on paper. Technology. You know? I mean, it was like I, I, I just didn't leave. And, and the interesting thing about Smash is relevant to, to this guy, the Smasher, is is and you um, pointed to is Stephen pointed to the T-shirt, which the is uh, the album cover artwork. Is is I, I dwell into subjects that are of not norm to what we do in rat. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to speak of things not political, but interstellar and life, light, dark, uh, good, bad, mm-hmm. and 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 you know, uh, I wanted to touch on things and kind of. You know, I ain't no preacher, dude. I'll tell you right now. I just wanted to just say, hey, people, don't look straight ahead. Look up. Look around. Look down. Look. There's there's where it's at. You know, everybody's got the blindfolds on. They don't want to speak. They don't want to talk. They don't want to do shit, you know, but just, oh, I got to do my thing, you know, uh, uh look straight ahead and and so i dwell on things that are pretty interesting and this is the 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 this is the second record i've put lyrics in in my career and i hate putting lyrics in records the lyrics lyrics inside the sheets because i like people to figure it out Mm -hmm. and they can never figure out my lyrics anyway (laughs) since day one so the only records were detonator and this one thank god because they meant a lot more. So why did, yeah, why did you put them in Smash? Because they, they, you could never decipher them. Okay. You know, because, and maybe you still can't, even though you you read them. Um, But I wasn't trying to give a lesson. I just tried to give some knowledge of, hey, I I trip on some other shit. (laughs) You know, you don't open your your eyes. Right. You you know, you're not going to, you know, get a lot of what's going down really here, uh, wherever this is. And there's a lot of stuff going down right now. Yeah, and and so it, it's interesting. But then again, I threw it. You know, you're kicking the ass like lollipop, and you know the you know with things that were fun, you know. But some stuff is really, really in depth, and and. Uh, I still don't pe- think people will get it because that's not what they expect from me. They think it's just all pussy party and paycheck still, which is called the three P's, which Robin came up with. <laughs> Robin Crosby. In the 80s, yeah. Rock and uh, peace, Robin Crosby. Believe it or not. And uh, so, you know, whatever, man. I, I, I just... We're going to go way back now. We're going to go back to some... Uh, yeah. To some... We're going to go back to the... Uh, let's hear something from 1983. Mm. This is the, the Rat EP... Yes. This thing sold 300000 is what I'm mm. reading. And that's pretty amazing. Yeah, a $3,000 budget. And then, and, and you guys got most of that money, I'm sure you guys got. Oh, yeah, the whole of course. Thing. Yeah. The, yeah. Tawny Katane's legs are on the cover. Of that yes, album. that was uh, Robin and I at Neil Slozar's studio throwing them on her. And was she okay with you times. throwing? Because the. the the EP cover has actual rats on Tony. Yeah, rent to rats. And was she okay with? Or was she freaked out by that? She was okay. All right, she's great, man. You know, and then we, th- we had her out there on out of the cellar. But that EP, you know, uh, I think the most 
the misconception people have of me besides yelling at them, you know, is, is that I do write music and, and that whole rat EP besides walk and the dog, which is Rufus Thomas. And, uh, you think you're tough, which was written by Robin and myself is those were old Mickey rat songs. Those are written in, I probably wrote those in like 77 and Mickey Rat, for people that don't know, was that, was, Rat. that was before Rat. That was your band. Yeah, in San Diego. I moved it up here in 1980, and, uh, you know, uh, it's in the book. But, uh, you know, yeah, and it was because of Van Halen that I did that, meeting them in 78, just as they were getting uh-huh. signed. And, and I went, oh, shit, you know, <laughs> this is where... <laughs> This is where it goes down, and you got to be up here to do this. Yeah. If you're going to make it, because we were playing big places in San Diego. We were doing Golden Hall, Plaza Hall. We were Delmar Fairgrounds. Like, we were doing something, but it wasn't getting us a yeah. deal. The record companies aren't coming down of to San not. Diego when they can go to Sunset Strip and yeah. see everybody. And then, you know, like I say, in 78, I'm at Van Halen, and a really great story there, but. Uh, uh, you want to? T- you want? Let's hear. Tell it. Tell the world, well, and then you can tell that story. Tell the world. Tell the world, okay. and then you can tell the world. Okay. Here we see. go. Stasium was the engineer on this thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done some stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've kept in tabs with a couple of those guys. Um, and on the EP, this is the what we will call the classic rat lineup. Oh, yes. With yeah. uh, Crosby, DiMartini, uh, Juan, Juan Crucier. Juan Crucier. Yeah. And, uh, and Blotter. Yeah. So, um, cool. So tell us, you got a Van Halen story? Well, yeah, it's in the book. Um, I, um, it, you know, a well, you tell of mine, it, and then people want to go buy the book. Yeah, well, there's a new one I'm working on later in the year. But, but, but the thing is, is a friend of mine. I mean, I really wasn't into music until I got in this accident thing, and then somebody went, "Here's a guitar." And the minute I got the guitar, all of a sudden I was going, "Oh, I, I can. I guess I can write songs." And I wrote songs day one. So anyway, um, a friend of mine kept going, Victor, my man, actually. Um, um, he goes, oh, you have to see this band. They're playing Gazaris, and, and they play Zeppelin, and they play all these songs, and they sound so great. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I had moved to San Diego. I was working with a race car team, and I was on the road. And, um, and I go, okay. And he goes, oh, man, you didn't see them. No, no. He goes, well, now they're playing at the Whiskey, which is the next step up. And I go... He goes, oh, you have to see them. They're playing at the whiskey. And I go, shit, okay, I know how to. I know how it works. You go backstage. You find out, <laughs> you know, like sports arena, like when I used to see bands at San Diego Sports Arena because I lived near there. Mm-hmm. 
And you see, you know, coming in just like the movie, rock, whatever that is, not rock star. Uh, almost famous. Almost famous, right. And, and uh, so I, I'm driving up. I go, I'm going up there. I go up there by myself. And I was a guitar player, right? I didn't really care too much about singing. And I go, oh, I'd love to meet Ed and, and talk gear and stuff. And, and I'm pulling up. And just as I'm pulling up, to the back of the whiskey at about four or something. I see David Lee Roth walking up steps. I go, hey, Dave, do you want to smoke a joint? Right? And he looks at me, he goes, yeah, man. <laughs> and I go, I'm fucking pulling in. I pull in, me and Dave get a buzz. And then I go, now I can go meet Ed. Because he blew me off anyway. He just wanted to get high. Just, yeah, we're but friends. you were in we're now. Friends. You're back now, now. I got in. And next thing I know, I'm with Ed. And I go, Ed, I go, shit. You know, start talking about gear and all this. I go, man, I got 19, I have these early Vox 30 heads and shit. He goes, well, I have one. I need another one. I go, well, I got one. He goes, well, I wanted, you know, we just started trading gear. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, you know, I introduced Robin and a couple friends of mine to him. And then we started coming up all the time. But I used to sit on stage cross-legged at the whiskey <laughs> and watch them and just go, fuck. This yeah, that must have been amazing. Blow my fucking mind. I'd go back to San Diego and go, man, there's this band called Van Halen. They're going to be huge. People might go, yeah, sure, okay. I go, you fucking watch. You know, they're going to be fucking huge. And sure enough, you know, yep. they came to San Diego. We lent them a bunch of our gear and, you know, and and uh, we became friends and, uh, you know, and, you know, still friends. Actually, we just did our uh, a rat. Actually, did our first show with them a few years back, uh, some festival, which is brilliant. And uh, the same could be said for Aerosmith. We did Brazil with Aerosmith. I mean, it's just like so ironic. You know, it's like whoa. You know, you never think, but yeah, yeah. So you know, um, that's where that parte ended up. But uh, so let me ask you. So you're from California originally? Yeah. Born and raised. Yes. Yeah. Stay in here. You're not leaving. Yeah, um, well, <laughs> I'd like to go to somewhere else. I don't know, but <laughs> I won't be on this planet. <laughs> uh, one of uh, a friend of mine who co-hosts this show with me sometimes, uh, Mike Siegel, mm. he says the two things that you, you need to remain a rock star is you need to, you need to stay in shape, or as he says, he says rock star skinny. Uh, and he also says you got to keep your hair, and uh, and you've got both of those things. Uh, well, You're not rock star skinny I, though. You're actually I, you look I, like I, a pretty fit dude. Yeah, well, I can't believe I, I just called you know. dude. That's all right, dude. <laughs> um, I I I don't know what I do actually. I just I walk my dog a lot. I know that <laughs> the gangster dog we call him uh, uh, now. Um, no, I I. I Believe me, there was a time when, yeah. Well, there's nothing worse than going to see a band and the front man comes out and you're like, oh, mm. Jesus, what happened to this guy? Well, I think I was blessed with the hair thing. I don't know. Maybe it's the genetics. That's genetics but, in the hair. But you got to, you know, you got to. But I, I, I do stay in, sh try to stay in shape, but I, I, it could be extracurricular activities <laughs> or it could be. I, I, I just, I don't know. I mean, you know. Well, it's working. Whatever it is, day, it's working. Back in the day, you had the physique because you did too much 
stuff. Stuff. Or stuff. <laughs> 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 and you never ate, you know. Uh, but I mean, we were twenty four seven. I, you know, I, I don't regret anything mm-hmm. that we've. Uh, accomplished first of all yeah because we worked hard at it we knew we were a great band we we would love it when people would push us in a corner in the beginning we would go yeah bring it on motherfucker you know we can play yeah you know we can call us out were there were there uh were there bands back then that got signed before you did and everybody you, everyone got signed before Ray. everybody and we were going what, what is the, this you're man? like what the fuck do we have to we do? could beat all of your asses at <laughs> once and and you know and lo and behold we did this show and lita ford is opening up you know, God bless her. We Lita's been on the show. Well, she, oh yeah. She's fantastic. Oh, yeah, she's beautiful. And uh, she was supposed to open this show for us, and she didn't want to open. Oh, boy. So she didn't show up, and uh, so we ended up doing, I don't know if it was one or two sets or whatever, but anyway, the president of Atlantic Records was there, and he says, I want to sign you right now. And, you know, Rob and I are looking at each other going, well, if it's good enough for Zeppelin and the Rolling Stones, <laughs> it's right. good enough for Rat. And we often run in. We just kept doing our shows. And next thing you know, it's like, hey, we have this producer guy. He's, so they, the record label put you together with Bo Hill. Yeah, they okay. said, we have a staff producer guy who's new. He's a musician guy. And, he, and we want you to check him out. And, and, and was Bo relatively the same age as you guys back then? Or a little, um, bit, a little bit older? I don't know. I, I don't know. Possibly around the same age, okay. young, and, or younger. And, yeah. and, and um, uh, they brought up his name, and we're like, well, we don't give a fuck. We're going to make a record. We're on Atlantic Records. records what yeah. the fuck do we care? And, um, um, you know, we played him some songs, and he's like, what else you got? And we go, well, we have this song called Round and Round. It's not really together yet but we do play it live and he goes i'm here and we played it to him and he goes that's the first song we're working on <laughs> let's hear it then kyle round and round to get so excited i was in 1984 mm. i was in college you know we would turn on mtv mm. and these videos would come on and you guys are up in the attic of this house and milton yeah. burrow's downstairs at mm. the table and the reason milton burrow's in that video is because his our manager was his own uh nephew nephew yeah and he did two of our videos back for more and round and did he have any idea what who Rat was or what was going on, or did he just come he, in and do an acting no, job? No, he he was like he was way into it. And it, the interesting thing is, you know, Don Letts, the guy from Big Audio Dynamite with the braids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The brother. Well, he directed that, right? Oh wow. Well, when he came in, when when he found out Milton was coming in, Milton just took over, <laughs> and, and the guy just went hands up. 
Milton's in the house. And he, Milton just fucking took over. He goes, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I'm going to do this, and this is my storyline. I'm going to play this girl, I'm going to play this guy. And that's the way it went. Yeah, he's in drag in the video, too. He yeah, plays a couple of was, parts. which was the thing back then. Yeah, right. You know, his, his whatever. Hey, oh, he took over. He was like... This is my gig, and, and we knew he wanted to do a live performance piece, mm-hmm. but we, and we knew he wanted to do some kind of trippy shit because videos were still kind of new. Yeah, not that new because they started in '81, I believe, MTV. But it, it, it definitely helped uh, many, many, many bands, including yeah. ourselves. And uh, but yeah, Milton. I mean, you know, we used to go to the Friars clubs with him. He was like Grand Pooba, and you know, we'd meet everybody from Carson to you name it, any of these comedians. Wow! And it was he—he uh, he was brilliant, um, totally brilliant. And then he did back for more, which is crazy. And he came back for more. He came back for more, <laughs> yes. And uh, it was—it was—it was a good experience, you know. Um, but it was all new. All of a sudden, you yeah. had to become actors. Like, you know, mm-hmm. Robin would say, all of a sudden, we're actors, you know? We don't know what you're doing, you know? Uh, <laughs> we play music. What do you mean? But you doing? know what Milton did tell us, though? He goes, hey, you know, don't take this shit so seriously. You got to, yeah, you good. know, have some fun. And that's why a majority of our videos were, like, kind of tongue-in-cheek fun. Yeah. We didn't, he's like, don't ever lose that element of, you know... You know, because people won't get it if you're, you know, trying to be all, you know, all you know, serious. And, and I, I will say, you know, a lot of a lot of the bands that, you know, your peers, some of their videos mm. don't hold up or they're kind of embarrassing. But I, I think mm. the rad videos, are, you know, I can watch mm. those and not be like, oh, my God, what were they doing here? You know, they all seem uh, pretty, pretty yeah. great still. You had some of my, you know, spy influences and stuff in there and and but we pretty much wanted to just we, look we're just a rock band you know if zeppelin were to be told to make a video they would have went fuck this yeah bad company know, or, didn't have to make videos well, correct you know these guys back then they filmed things you know which were brilliant but yeah. they were live performances and and you know those are good those are great and uh but you know when MTV came around, and it's too bad it's not anymore. Uh, um, it was different. All of a sudden, you had to really think about you know, and then they just got overblown. Then you had the mini rats, the mini motleys, the mini whatever, and then it just got convoluted. And, but people people knew because those bands know. didn't. Those bands aren't still around or still doing it those you know yeah, those. well god bless them some of them are trying you yeah. know i mean you know i mean look but i mean you guys really carved out a career you know motley and rat yeah and poison yeah. still out it was there a, it was interesting because uh um i remember when we first moved up here um in 1980 i was like booking us and stuff and i got us it took me hell just to get into gazaris and play every night every hour every whatever you can imagine and and we were like who's the top dog in this town right <laughs> and they're like well there's this band motley i just pulled in and there's a wasp and then we already knew van halen already carved the niche yeah. 
right? So I was like, no, it's something. So, and they were doing the same thing, Molly. Who's the top guy? Is Dan. <laughs> so eventually we met up, Motley and Rat, and became great friends. And we actually called ourselves the Gladiators and, <laughs> and had our own, you know, thing going. And uh, So there was camaraderie back then. Of more, course. There were more, of course. more camaraderie than competition. Sure, we had no competition. Our competition was ourselves as far as Rat and that's is good concerned. To know. We didn't give a shit about anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, we stole Juan from Doc and, you know, we, you know, we did what we did and we didn't give a shit, you know. But we just wanted a good band and we got one and, you know, the rest is history. But uh, it, it was funny, though, because back in around 81 and stuff, it was an inter- interesting scene. It was like, it'll never happen again. No. You know, it's it's almost like the 60s uh, thing, you know, all these bands, the doors and whatever, and the streets are crowded. <laughs> and, well, it was the same thing, you know. You'd be fucking and drinking behind the any club and you know and all hell was breaking nobody cared it was like hundreds and hundreds of people on the strip you know but even even after you were i don't want to say outgrown but you were you Mm. were you were a a major Mm. band you would still go back and hang out in the sense of course i'd film it i'd I'd go out with a camera and film and and look for good bands that's how poison got their gig with rat is you know Went out and said, "Who's who's? What's happening out here? You know, we weren't no dummies. Yeah, you know. Do you still go down to the Sunset Strip and uh, hang out sometimes? Uh, no, no. There's you're not going to be at the Rainbow Room any night soon. Oh no, no, no. There's nothing there. Been there, done that. It's 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 it. Nothing's the same anymore. No, you know, it's like this." era that'll never yeah. be repeated the buildings are still there yeah let's see how long <laughs> um but uh uh yeah that was just a moment in time and space and and it's it's just good to be a part of it because there was a lot of bands i mean you know we all hung out together the wasps uh, you know, we had a place called Rat Mansion West, which was a one-bedroom apartment, you know, and everything. <laughs> that was a mansion. Yeah, to us. And everybody who came there from, you know, Dave to Wasp to you name it, Ozzy, to everybody just kind of, the same with Motley's place, Ozzy would come you know? over to your one-bedroom apartment. Yeah, yeah, Dio and all these people. And were you were you starstruck <laughs> at all, or were, you, or were you, no, we're all peers now, so it's cool. Yeah, it was, it, well... I mean, I would think if, when, if Ozzy and Dio come over to your one-bedroom apartment, you're, that's kind of well, exciting. It, yeah, it was. Um, um, as we called it, making friends internationally. All I know is I had a refrigerator and I had everybody sign it. You know, and I don't know where this fridge is, but I wish I had it. Oh now. man, that would but, be something. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a small group because you had all these bands, Black and Blues, and then everybody started coming in from all over the planet in '82, '83. Yeah. And but getting back to being signed, we were one of the last bands being signed. And we were like, why is this happening? Yeah. You know, we've headlined everywhere, played everywhere, selling out everywhere. And had an EP that sold three hundred thousand copies. And, and nobody's there, they're like, 
you know, it's like, oh, what the fuck, you know? And then was there, did you guys get discouraged or did you just keep, no, no, just we keep going shit. And, and then eventually just one day, Hey, the guy, Marshall the guys from Atlantic president's coming down and we're like, Oh shit. Okay. And then we'd, um, who ended up opening up arena tours for his way after that? Well, you know, she just didn't show. And, and, and that was good for you that hey, she didn't show. Hey, more sets. I don't know. More stage time. More stage time. But uh, anyway, you know, it was, it was all good. But I, that, that era was, was so, so crazy and, and so brilliant in its own, you know, abnormal way. <laughs> Because it was it was just refreshing. Yeah, nobody cared about anything. We were all doing the same thing. What are we doing? I don't know. We're just doing it. You know, we're just playing. You know, and out of the cellar, then uh, goes multi platinum. You got yeah. Tony Katane on the cover again. Yeah, Robin. That was Robin's high school sweetheart. And girl. you guys were okay with her. You were of obviously. Yeah. I, I knew them way before Robin. When I had Mickey Rat in San Diego, Robin had a band called uh, Phenomenon. And uh, Warren had a band called, uh, uh, oh God, top my whatever. But Jakey had a band called Teaser, and Jakey Lee who ended mm -hmm. up uh, beginning playing with Ozzy. So we, we were all from the same yeah. group. But when I moved up there, everybody kind of, you know, migrated, and and uh, it was a, it was a good thing because we all supported each other one way or another. Somebody played with each, right. you know. Uh, I used different bass players from San Diego, Jakey, and et cetera, and it was a good thing. And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey, guys, this is Pat, and I just want to let everyone know that we now have a Patreon page. You can find it at patreon.com forward slash Podcast. This is the best way to support the show. We've been doing it for six years now, so go over there. The easiest tiers to do, $2 tier that gets you involved in winning any of the signed prizes that I uh, accumulate when we have guests on the show. $5 tier, uh, you are automatically in the ASAP club, which means you'll get the episodes uh, right after they're recorded, uh, sometimes weeks, months in advance even. And then there's a $10 tier that allows you to get bonus content that we upload weekly to the Patreon page. There's other tiers too, but really I feel that the two, five and $10 are, uh, are probably the most reasonable for, for everyone to deal with. I am especially trying to reach out to the people out there that don't engage on social media, the people who aren't on Twitter and the people who aren't on Facebook. Uh, we see the numbers. We know that there's thousands of you listening. So, you know, if you get over there and you just sign up for the $2 tier, I call that a set it and forget it. You're not even going to miss that $2 out of your checking account or bank account every month, but it's going to really mean a lot to us. So again, go over to patreon.com forward slash rock solid podcast and uh, support the show. We would appreciate it. We love doing it and we love all you guys who listen. So thank you. Now back to the show. I want to talk about um, mm. real quick about uh, Radhead, two amazing guitar players, mm. Robin and Warren. I, I don't mm. I don't know that these guys get enough credit. Mm. When, whenever, whenever I have a chance, I, I, I'm always talking about Warren Demartini. I mm. mean, that, for me, I think people in guitar circles know him, but mm. that guy is—he's amazing. Yeah, Warren. Warren really doesn't care. <laughs> about 
<laughs> well, that's that's okay. So, you you know, tell him I I want people to know. You know, he he's he's he is a, a, a amazing player. He he leaped and bounded back in the day, and mm-hmm. Robin was like, you know, uh, the guy that with me that helped directed our stuff. And Robin was really a huge part of like setting our standard of how we sounded. He was like the metal guy, right? You know, so uh, he was very important to our sound and and writing. I mean, for example, um, uh, the way we recorded Round and Round was on two cassette tape decks the three of us okay robin warren and me we would do a guitar one thing we would bounce it over and record it on the other thing they would do a solo bounce it back and then it would end up on one cassette then i would sing an idea bounce it on that. now you're talking about when you would make a demo mm-hmm. okay so we just bounced stuff back you know not plugging it in you would just you know, record right. what you heard coming out of this <laughs> box to this box. Do you still have those tapes? I hope someone has I those have tapes. I have a lot of everything. Yeah, yeah, I have I have an extensive beginning. Is this weird hearing your uh, your own music, like, with headphones on? I mean, I'm sure you don't walk around the house listening to uh, Out of the Cellar with mm. some headphones on. Mm-mm. When's the last time you think you heard some of this music? Never. Like this? Never. Never? <laughs> Never? No, I'm too busy... Moving forward. Working on newer stuff or, you know, I mean, we've actually, Warren and I, demoed some new, couple new songs, which we hope to, you know, which would be our 10th record. Yeah. I mean, it took six years for the last record, 10 years to do Infestation, I believe. So hopefully it won't take that long to do what we'd like to do. And if it was our, if it's our 10th record and last, then that's okay. But it, it it's just getting there. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a whole different plan. Well, I'm, that's that's great to hear that you guys are gonna yeah want to record again. You know, well, I like what well, these two songs we've demoed. I mean, one of them I'd put on the radio right now, and people would shit their shit a break. You, you know? stole you stole Jimmy DeGrassi from uh, Black Star Riders. I didn't steal him. I think you did. He, he did well. He, that guy's a that guy's a monster. Drum. As far as I know, he's playing drums for us right now. Yeah, because um, you stole him. I wanted <laughs> I wanted John Bonham, <laughs> uh, so he he's doing what he's doing. But uh, with all due respect, yeah. Um, do you listen to new music? Do you do you? Oh yeah. What I do you like? To, after? What I do you like right now? Oh, I listen to these new bands: Screamer, Sirens, like daughter turns me on to and uh uh Payal royale uh this band uh all kinds of stuff otep uh i listen to everything i mean there's that's one thing i do is is listen to everything i don't care how crazy it is or whatever i i love just I like that you're saying that because I read an article. With, I read an article with Eddie Van Halen about two years ago, and he mm. said he hasn't listened to an album since Peter Gabriel's Cell. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm, Ed, Ed is probably the kind of guy he's got like 
20 million of his own ideas going through his head probably every day and he does he's got to figure out how to get that out um you know, a musical I, genius yeah if i'm playing guitar and whatever i know what i'm doing and i just get it done and or if i hear something i'll i'll i can write any time of the day i mean I, is that your favorite thing to do yeah yeah i love it i you know i can like the other day i saw a title that I really like, and I actually posted it. Um, it, it was something like the the girl who world ruled the world, and I go, I'm gonna write a song about it, <laughs> just from the title yeah. alone. And it's like my guitar pedal. He'll, he'll, he'll uh, Eric Ferrantino is in my band. He'll just send me a song, and he'll go, I'm calling this. Um, uh, perception reality or I don't know he'll call it something and I'll go I can write something <laughs> you know or I'm gonna call this this and I'll go that's good <laughs> you know and I'll and I'll write it right away you know it, it, it's the craziest thing you know and those are the best songs when they just happen you know it's not like beating down a, a door just to get a song out and that's another thing you know that that is a is, is a lesson is you let things happen you can't nobody knows what a hit is nobody knows what a song is and nowadays everybody's so short-minded and yeah and everything's like now 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 you know uh, okay here's this new band jimmy you know whatever and they play you half a song and then all right here's another you know um so attention span and and I don't know. It's not like it used to be. How long? How long do you work on a song before you decide it's not happening? Let's move on. Oh God! Like we did before Smash. I mean, I had the band in the studio for the Sucker Punch sessions, and we had recorded four songs, and I scrapped them all. I went next. And then Eric would come in with a song, and I, the drummer would be in there tracking something for Smash. I'd go, get out of there. We're working on this now. <laughs> you know, this is what we're doing today. And so it all depends. You know, uh, it depends on what's, what, what I feel is real. Mm -hmm. you know, I give songs nowadays more attention because they deserve it. Every song on Smash got 150%, you know. And we didn't settle for less. And you can tell. Yeah, and then and we really, I mean, we took our time, and we that was a, a priority. You know, uh, we have to be really diverse. And I actually wanted it to have a beginning, middle, and end. As weird as people when they listen to it or 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 something or review it, and they go, "Yeah, well, this song sounds like that, and that song sounds like rat." Well, I write rap music. Yeah, God, it's gonna you play guitar. That's a misconception. He just yells at people. No, I play guitar. I write songs. Sorry to tell you. Yeah, I, I mean, if you're involved not. with it, it's probably gonna have a little element of rap yeah, in there somewhere. I, it's like when I did Vertex, this industrial record without Petrelli. You know, people are like, "Oh, it sounds like Dave Mustaine trying to do whatever." It's like. <laughs> And well, since you brought up Vertex, Yo. Kyle, let's hear a little bit of One Like a Sun. Mm. Oh, yeah. okay.
That's right up your alley. That's oh the kind of stuff you like. Yeah. God. You haven't heard that forever. You know, and that's another one of those. I mean, me and Al, when we did that, we did the same thing. I mean, he's playing keyboards with drumsticks. And, <laughs> and I told him, put a tube on the mic and, and have it go 20 feet out and record it, you know. And he said, yes, okay. And we're just going, we're going to try everything and anything just because we can you don't want to work with someone who, if you say put a tube on the mic and they yeah, go, oh, I don't, I don't want to do that. You don't want, you want a guy that says, yeah, let's do that. That was a million, to, fuck, dude, I, I couldn't even tell you that, that. But we had such a blast doing that. And it, it's, that is a really heavy record. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Thought process. And, and if you were to listen to the lyrics, there's some heavy shit in there, just like, uh, smash there's some stuff in there that you will not get I ain't talking about pussy or you know or some girlfriend or shit I'm talking about interstellar light dark evil good bad ugly you know the other stuff that's other out there in the world stuff yeah. that people just go um, 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 you know but you know uh uh, you know, but that was way ahead of its time. Nobody yeah. got that. No, that was uh, nobody had ninety six clue of what that record. They were like, "What the fuck is this?" And me and Al are just looking, and we were both in this weird place. You know, did but, Vertex do any live shows? Yeah, yeah, we actually opened up for Manowar. Wow. Yeah, the muscle. Whatever, yeah, they're those the guys. Loincloth guys and fucking, you know, and the loudest band in the world were like, yeah, check this out. Me and Al are like, okay. Um, but, you know, check us out. And, yeah, we gave it our two cents. Well, here's, it was, here's what I want to tell people so they know you've never stopped making music. No. When Rat. We're on a vacation or whatever you want to call it. You you formed Arcade. 91, 92, yeah. You did two Arcade albums, yeah. and then Vicious Delight, and Vertex, mm-hmm. and then Back mm-hmm. to Rat, and then Stephen Percy Solo, and then mm-hmm. Back to Rat. I mean, so, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people are, you know, I, I want people to know that just because mm-hmm. you have a solo album out right now called mm-hmm. Smash doesn't mean that, you, mm-hmm. that you're back from vacation no no and 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 you know I, um, a lot of my other solo albums i actually play solos and you know i mean i play guitar mm-hmm. and i play solos and i you know i mean i just like writing you know the minute like i said the minute somebody gave me a guitar i wrote some of my first songs and those happened to be you got it in your direction mm-hmm. tell the world uh anything off the EP. Those are Mickey Rat songs, you know. And then I have songs, God forbid people hear them. I think I've released some, you know, with the weirdest subject matters even back then, As Above, So Below, uh, Valley of the Euphrates, uh, Magnetic Telescopes, you know. I mean, what the fuck was I into? I don't know. (laughs) But, you know, now it makes sense because now I'm actually going, okay, now I know what I was talking about then because I'm trying to talk about it now just in a a, a different manner. Um, But, yeah, yeah. uh, Yeah, I just like writing. I mean, I have... Every day I have, you know, great guitars around my house. I 
sometimes I pick them up and sometimes I don't. But when I do, I record, you know. Were there, were there, any, uh, were there any rat songs that you didn't have a hand in writing? Were there a few? No. There weren't? No. Um, nobody you- rides for free. Um, which we did for Point Break. Point Break. Was that given to you? Was that a song? They gave us a song. We go, well, you know, we really have to make this ours. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'm going to change some shit. And Warren said, I'm going to change some shit. And Juan said, I'm going to change some shit. And the guy still got more publishing than us. (sighs) And we didn't care. We go, okay, whatever. It's in a movie. uh, But we're changing it. Because well, well, let's you like hear. It or not. I have it. Let's hear. It. Let's hear. Nobody rides for free. Mm. Now, the reason I asked you that question was because, does that bring back a good memory or a bad memory? No, it was Having all a flashback? good. It was all good. I was probably quite somewhat a little on that video. But when we were writing that, I, I just remember I was going, this isn't rat. Yeah. But they go, no, we don't want one of your songs. We, we want this song. But they wanted you, but they don't want one of your songs. Yeah, and, and we go, well, we're going to fuck this song up. <laughs> and, and I can hear me right there fucking it up. Or not fucking it up, but making it mine. I'm right. sick and tired of getting it. I'm talking about my own shit, you know? Well, was, I would th- the reason I ask you that question is you don't seem like a guy who would want to sing words that you didn't have a hand no, in writing. No, no, no. And, you know, uh, my guys, I used to really piss them off and probably still do to this day. My new guys, you know, my solo band I've been with are, you know, uh, some around for 15, you know, Eric in particular, 15 years. And my guys know. I mean, I used to just disappear. If I wrote the music, like In Your Direction or something like that, mm-hmm. I, I there were complete songs I wrote. Um, but if it was anything else, I would just disappear. And they go, well, we don't know what he's talking about. We don't know what he's going to do. We don't know what he's saying. I go, well, you will when I get here. You know, and and so that kind of bothered him. But, I mean, you know, and then I'd get lyrics. Uh, you know, Juan, uh, per se, was quite antagonized when I didn't sing his lyrics like lack of communication or something. I go, I love that song. I go, but I, I, that's... That's your shit, yeah. You know, so I changed, but but yeah, I disappear and and just go. Just let me write my my thing, and I'll get back to you, and then we can do what we did. So that was kind of a, a norm, and still is to this day. You know, if I can't believe it, feel it, and deliver it, and there's no reason 
it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm the guy that has to go out there on the front line. You know, I ain't gonna be singing about fucking dolphins and fishes and fucking twiddle birds or whatever. You know, I'm gonna go out there and sing about what I believe in. Let's say, you know? let's say, like to, uh, 15 years ago, Eddie Van Halen came mm. to you and asked you uh, to join Van Halen. Would you have done something like that? Oh yeah. Would and would you have been able to sing that catalog of songs? Of course. Yeah, I'm not. I, oh, of course. <laughs> okay, cool. Oh yeah, I could. I could. Yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> You're smiling. Yeah, you, you because I know. I've know. There's been situations I've been, you know, approached in and stuff, and I go, I could rip that shit apart. Are you kidding me? You know. Uh, uh, Were you asked to join Van Halen? No. Okay. God no, Dave. There's only one Dave. Um, I think they know that. Sammy's brilliant though. Mm -hmm. um, but. It's just a different Me, thing. Van Halen is... Dave. Dave. What I saw in 78, yeah. sitting on stage at the Whiskey, going, this is going to bust the world wide open. I could definitely, I could definitely hear you singing those Dave songs. I've re-recorded re a, a, a Running with the Devil with Jakey e. Lee on guitar. I've done a couple of those kind of things. tribute. One of those tribute yeah. albums when they do it. Very few. I think I've only done a couple. But I mean, oh man, you know, jam with Blois to cult some of my heroes, and you know, I mean, I could rip that stuff because that's what I used to play. You yeah. Know? When Mickey Rat first started, the best thing about us is we played half covers and then half original. But the song, the covers we would play were My Sharona or whatever. They were like Dominance and Submission by Blois <laughs> to Cult or Back in the Saddle or, you know, songs. We were like, what is that? It ain't, that ain't Walk This Way. And I'm like, fuck, no, it ain't. It's, it's you know. Uh, We've heard Walk This Way. Yeah, you know, or, or uh, you know. So we'd, we'd literally go to the BD sides and, and dig in deep, you know. It's like... Some I, people might have thought those were your original tunes. Well, they did. Because, you know, and, you, know, you weren't but, singing the hits. Uh, but I loved it. I mean, you know, first time I uh, hooked up with the uh, Blues to Call guys who played a gig. And I go, I go, hey, man, what song are you guys doing? And they go, you want to jam? And I go, yeah. And they go, do you want to do this song? I go, No. And I go, do you do dominance and submission? They go, yeah. I go, I'm in. <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff is way cool. You know, to have the opportunity to do that kind of stuff is brilliant. You know, do you, um, do you ever or sing with Halford? I mean, Jesus Christ, I cover Halford songs in my set, just priest, just to, because I love it. You know, I play covers, Zeppelin, Aerosmith. It doesn't matter. It's just like, hey, I'm a fan still. You know, you never go well, out. That's that. good. That's uh, that's fun to hear. Mm -hmm. You know, because some yeah. not a lot of people say that. So I'm glad that you're saying it. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah. So you get um, out of the cellar, takes off. Mm. Do they do they try to get you back in the studio quickly? Uh, immediately. I and mean, is that a good thing or a bad thing for you guys? It ended up being a bad thing after Detonator because we, besides abusing ourselves to the maximum mm -hmm. human, <laughs> whatever human can put themselves through, it was, it was just literally record tour 
record. That's how it tour, was. Record tour. It was like I don't even remember three years <laughs> in that period from '84 to '91. You couldn't tell me where in the fuck I was. I because I, I didn't know. I don't think any of us knew. You know, they'd say, uh, uh, you know, well, we're going to Texas. I'd say, okay. Three weeks later, where are we? Well, you're still in Texas. Okay, uh, how, three weeks in Texas. <laughs> you're just playing every arena in possible. Texas. <laughs> well, where are we, Florida? How long have you been here? Two and a half weeks. You know, so fuck it. If I went, hey, Memphis, and I'm in, you know, <laughs> Wyoming, fuck it. I didn't know. You know, don't put. Don't you're just put yelling it, at people. Don't put it on tape because I ain't gonna look at it anyway. You know, uh, uh, it was all. It was. It was. It was. It was all good. I have no complaints about. You don't it. seem like you do. I enjoyed it. I Why mean, would you look, complain? You know, well, some people bitch and moan about it, and and it always bothered me. Why would you complain about success, let alone success and and <laughs> everything that came with it? You know, it's just like here. Do you? Uh, you know. Uh, how much you want? It's all free. <laughs> okay. Thanks. How much can I have? Uh, all of it. All of it. Uh, Do you get recognized on a daily basis? Ironically, it is weird. I, I, I try to shut down and, and whatever. And yeah, and it's a compliment. It's, it's trippy. How are you? It's, yeah. How, how really you're strange. at the, you're over at uh, coffee bean and tea leaf. And a well, fan recognizes you. Ralph's and Ralph's. Somebody will. Can I get a picture? It's, it's and do like, you do you oh, oblige? Of course. All right. Of course, I appreciate it. You know, it's 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 uh, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's sure. I mean, I think it's brilliant. I laugh. <laughs> I, I I'm trying to buy graham crackers or something, and somebody <laughs> wants a picture of me or say, hey, are you that guy? I'll fuck with them and go, fuck, no, I ain't that guy. And they go, yeah, you are. And I'll go, okay, yeah, I am. All right, what do you need? Yeah, uh, see, I think... I think can we, got, like, move away from the cereal or you know, take a picture? <laughs> have like something cool behind us. Yeah, can we? Like, you know. Uh, see, I think, I, think the, I think you have to be worried when when you're buying your graham crackers and, and no one wants to talk to you. <laughs> and I like graham crackers. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's kind of trippy though, but it's, it, it's cool because I do appreciate that people still want to hear it and are still tripped out on you. Cause I look at them, I, I fuck with them more than they fuck with me. Yeah. Hey, can you sign this? I go, fuck no. And, but I'm just kidding. I'll go, of course yeah. I'll sign and it. And it's a, it's a box of graham crackers. It's a privilege. It's a privilege. <laughs> can you sign my cantaloupe? Yeah, it's a privilege. Yeah. I always I, like the people that ask for an, uh, for an autograph expecting you to have a pen or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's kind of <laughs> troublesome. But I just go, hey, I don't have a fucking pen. But uh, sure, I'll, you know... Uh, yeah, I, I think it's it, it, it's a it's it's uh, what's the proper word for that? It's, it's it's a privilege, you know. It's still I still get a kick out of it, you know. Um, yeah, it's 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 a good thing, cool. you know, that people still dig it. You know, that's why I still do it. I don't like to do it as much, and I don't need to, but mm -hmm. I like to because it's my it's 
you know, I call it my workout, yeah. you know. It's it's like, sure, I'll yell at you. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Sammy Sammy Hagar was on the show and he he said, Look, if I only have a hundred more shows in me, I don't mm-hmm. want to do those all in one year. Mm-hmm. Is what he said. He said that he makes sense. Wants, yeah, he wants to play, but he doesn't want to Yeah, it's like me, I do like, you know, uh uh I don't know if I'm doing solo, maybe three, four month or, you know, now we're getting ready to do these, you know, rat shows and there's like four in a row and it's, you know, okay. You know, it's six this month, seven this month, you know, to where it used to be. Well, you're on the road for like, you know, 14 months playing, you know. I mean, the most shows I've ever done, or I believe we've done, is 22 in a row. 22 shows in a yeah, row. Yeah. And, uh, and the voice? You get through it. I don't have a pansy-ass voice. I don't, I don't, I don't, I just do what I do, you know. Yeah, I, you're not, yeah, you, I mean, you're not a, I don't, you're not singing ballads I don't buy the towel and yodel and me, 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 you, 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 and la, 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 and drink tea. I used to, like, give me a hit of Jack and a cigarette, and I'm fucking good to go, and whatever else is out there and entertain me, you know? Um, now I'm, it's like, people freak when I go, can I get a coffee right after I walk off stage? <laughs> like, what the fuck is up with this guy? You know? like, no, give me a cigarette, I got I want to uh, uh, I want to go through the, uh, so invasion your privacy mm. and then and then we have dancing undercover mm. and then I, I read that the next album reach for the sky mm-hmm. you don't use Bo Hill no you use is it Mike, Mike Stone Mike Stone Zeppelin Stone yeah. yeah we figured we you know do something and it didn't work you know what's funny reach for the sky is my favorite rad album. Mm. Now, one, why is that? Um, I love it. There are a lot of songs that, <clears throat> excuse me, I like that weren't singles or, or weren't anybody else's cup of tea. Yeah. I love some of the other songs we do. And every now and then, back in the day, we'd throw them in the set, you know. I'm gonna play, um, I think I'm going to play one of those right now. Yeah. Kyle, could you play Bottom Line? Ooh. This is fantastic. We used to, okay, go ahead. That's that's in my treadmill uh, mix. Yeah, you know, and 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 here's another thing. You know, I can't take credit for a, a, a lot of. I mean, I wrote all the lyrics, and Robin would come in with something, Juan would come in with something, but Bo also came in with some things that were, you know, and he'd work my ass. You know, eighth take. Oh, you got another one in yet? I'm about ready to croak. Right. Oh, you can do better than that. Uh, all right, do a couple more. Uh, all right, you can do better. And it was like that's the work ethic I kept. Mm. And, and, and Mike Stone didn't do that. No disrespect to Mike Stone. We went in there, and I was living in. Um, I had moved to San Diego for I don't know why, but 
and and I'd drive back and forth, and I'd go, okay, well, I have these these tracks. I go, uh, okay, come down, do your scratch vocals, and I'd get in there, and I'd go, okay, I'm ready to go, and he'd go, we'll go, and I'd go, whoa. <laughs> What do you, am I getting some feedback from you, pal, or what? You know, because Bo would always go, no, man, you, you can do this. Try it, sing this, do this on a higher, whatever. You think he was afraid know? to, because no, you had been wasn't doing that it, kind of a guy. He just wasn't that kind of guess, a dude. You know, and plus they were like, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, they were, we spent more money in there getting high than recording. I mean, it was the most expensive record we ever did, and it took longer. Yeah. And and the story is, uh, when it got back to the president of Atlantic, he went, this sucks, Bo, and Mike, and that was about it. So did Bo, put, did Bo oversee then the, the, the rest oh, of the yeah, record? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. And that's why you got the rat sound. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's like my, our bass player, Juan, would say. And, of course, you got the rat sound well that's what it fucking is that's the band what do you want it to sound like you know we're supposed to sound like rat uh, whatever rat is uh uh but yeah stoney he got us the production i mean we kept the basic tracks and mm. and uh but no it was bo hill that came in and clean house and that's when it was like man you know but we grew up together, yeah. you know, it, it's, so we kind of like created our own little world, you know. Um, and that's, I like that you, that you want someone to give you some direction. Well, sure, because, you know. Because I, some guys would say, hey, hey, I've been, this is my yeah, you know, sixth, seventh record. I don't need, yeah, I know what I'm doing. I know that, but you don't actually, you know, you can think you do. I produce my own records and I do my own stuff, but I still ask my guys, what do you think? You know, mm-hmm. that's, you know, they go, no, you can do that better. Even my bass, you know, well, that's, my bass players recorded. And that's you know. good, too, that you're not surrounding yourself with mm-hmm. yes men. They're oh, no, just going to no, go, no, oh, no. Steven, that was fantastic. Uh, no, I don't buy that shit, man. You know, that that doesn't work. You know, I've, I've still used Bow Hill protocol and recording technique yeah. and whatever, except now I use a little less, you know, when it comes to songs like uh, I'll smash like... Uh, uh, shut down baby or something I went now this needs a little less we don't mm-hmm. need to put a ton of shit on this or something you know and um, but uh, yeah man you know I, you have to be open to suggestions because you do not know it all at the end of yeah. the day you can think you do and and I don't I don't care how long you've been recording I've been doing this shit for God since 1977 recording on two track four track eight 10 12 24 48 98 it's all you know well, i want to <laughs> and i have the shit too to this day you know i want to play one more off of because uh, look the, the early records i think everyone knows those so yeah. i just want to play a couple of songs that maybe they don't know so mm-hmm. i, I want to play another one from reach for the sky i want to yeah. play what's it going to be oh okay is that uh, good or uh, bad? Well, I don't know who Lena is. 
Okay, then let's not play that. It's let's like play. Jamie. It's like Jamie is off. Uh, Smash is just the character I I just named. So who? So whose lyric was that with Elena? They're my lyrics, but but that's Bo going here. You you need a name in there, and it's you know whatever. And I'm like, all right, whatever. It's a cool name. I never I never even hear anyone what's have the name Elena. Be my sweet Elena. So would you rather me play City to City instead? Oh, I, the City to City is a Mickey Rat song. The original version of that and I. 1978 blows that sorry to say but uh blows this one away oh yeah but you know jakey lee's recorded it chris hager mickey rat recorded it warren recorded i have versions of a lot of my songs by different players so if i was going to play what's it going to be or city to city 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 okay play city to city Actually, we recorded that song for collage and titled it Still River, and Warren did a whole nother part to it. But my favorite is the original Mickey Rat version, and there's actually, it's on Before and Laughter solo record, Before and Laughter 1, recorded live at the Troubadour. I got to seek that out. I got to hear that. I'll bring you all this stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, now for Detonator, you work with I don't who's this Sir Arthur Payson? I don't know who this guy is. I can't find any information. Some about English him. cat. I don't know. <laughs> he he Desmond uh, Desmond yeah Desmond. Desmond Child. It was a partner of his in crime. Because I used to think that maybe it was like that was like Desmond Child's like mm, alter ego. Nemesis it, it's alter a, ego. Yeah, it's a real guy. It's a real guy. Okay, great. And those sessions were pretty interesting because at the time, the Rat, I mean, the band Rat was like a stepped-on potato chip. We were like about as crusted and rusted and used and abused and just addicted. And, I mean, you put it all on it. Were you guys getting along? Fuck no. No. We were thinking we did. But uh, no, no, I actually, I actually wanted us to stop, you know, because I was like, we're going to die out here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, unfortunately, Robin wasn't on those sessions, you know. Uh, he's not on this album. No. He's listed as He's being writer, on the album. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't play on the album. No. I don't believe so. Detonator. Mm-mm. He might have gotten some rhythm tracks out of him, but um, that's a personal thing I would not rather discuss. But, sure. Uh, uh, that was all I know is I wanted us to shut down, baby. You know, I was like, hey, man, we've been doing this without a break for, you know, a long time. And, you know, what people sometimes think is like this hoopla rock and roll little world we live in. Yeah. It's far from that, man. It's, it's, it, you know, uh, it can beat you up 
you know, and we were handed multiple uh, platinum debauchery cards, you know, and when you use them all up, that's what you get. At you this know. at this point in 1990, is Atlantic Records still yeah. behind the band? Are they yeah. still in your corner? Still, of course, because we would always sell a million records yeah. or more, you know, and and that to them is ten million. So of course, <laughs> you know, do the math. Right. You know? um, I want to yeah. play you. You, you co-write some songs on this album with Desmond Child because back yeah. in the that he was the guy that everyone mm-hmm. went to to yeah. write with. Yeah, after Aerosmith and Bon Jovi. Correct. Yeah, we. I had to. Gra- I. I. I think I've written with everybody you can think of except yeah. for the Holly Knights and the whoever else. But I had a great time. Yeah, yeah Diane Warren's on this album. Oh, Diane Warren and me and Desmond wrote Giving Yourself Away and that was the most brilliant experience I ever had writing. Let's hear it. You know. Say you don't want me you Say you don't care you Say that your heart ain't got no room for me there you Say you don't need me but I know that it's just a lie Cause when you call me in the night Telling me a lie It's better off without me How come you're sleeping all alone Telling me you don't ever think about me That song is sweet. I love that song. And you know, you know what the brilliant thing is? is um, well, Diane Warren is just spectacular. Um, but uh, I remember when we got together to do those sessions and, and Desmond goes, hey, all right, Diane Warren? I go, yeah. And first thing she asked me was, what have you never written about or told about yourself? That's interesting. And I went, uh, giving myself away? She goes, that's your song. Wow. And the song was created right then and there. She's like a songwriting savant. She's she, huge. I mean, I, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't buy an album during that period. I mean, t- still, mm. today, still she's a song, mm. you know, amazing song. But her name was like on every single mm. album I would buy, and it didn't matter what genre of music it was. Mm-hmm. She was, you know... Michael Bolton or Rat, I mean, all over the board. And, you know, what's interesting, and and I I loved writing. Look, I've never believed I had all the answers writing or co-writing with my guys or whatever, but I've written with some great people from Valance to Desmond to Diane Warren. Jim Valance. Jim Valance, yeah, he... Writes with Brian uh, Adams. wrote a couple songs on Arcade. Mm -hmm. uh, um, And, you know, it's just you learn, if you're open-minded, you you can learn a lot from these people because, you you know, we don't have all the answers. Some people could think they have all the answers, but they don't, you know. And and you get somebody else's perspective, and it just takes, uh, you know, having the balls to go, yeah, I'll, I'll do this. Why not? You know, I can... 
I, I loved it. I loved Fredrickson, Marty. I mean, we. I don't know who we didn't write with at one yeah. time, or I, I haven't. And a couple of people I'd like to write with still. Um, but uh, it was a beautiful thing. We wrote that. It was just like instant song. Wow. Crazy. I mean, it was just magic. And then soon after is when Rat takes a break. Did you break up or were you just taking a break? No, I, 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 I instigated as just taking a break mm. or we weren't going to, you know, Robin was not in a good place right. and we were all, you know. Was, you needed a break from each was, other. It was time, you know. Um, it was either, you know, and it, it took its toll. It took one of our guys away and, uh, you know. And then I went, eh, I want to try something else. And that's when I did Arcade with Fred Corey from Cinderella, a friend of mine. and Drummer from Cinderella. Yeah, and... Uh, um, he did two albums. Johnny, uh, Angel, Scaglione. We all three wrote uh, all the songs. And it was, that was a great record. The first Arcade record was brilliant. And then the second one I did with Halford's producer... Uh, Addie Bow, I believe. Um, that was A2, is what A2, that one's called. And just trying different things. I mean, you know, I, if nobody likes my shit for stepping out <laughs> of the box, I don't care. That's why Vertex turned out in 95. Mm. We had the opportunity, and I go, Al Petrelli, what are you kidding me? Yeah, man, we wrote all those songs in like a matter of a week. You know, I mean, that's how it clicked. Yeah, so fast when you can write like that, it, it, it's it's something you don't you used to. Whoa, you don't question and you you go. You know, right. Let me give the listeners a little taste of Arcade with a song called "Let's Hear." I guess uh, "Dancing with the Angels." Mm. Arcade albums rock. You guys, I, I love those. That that, I mean, there's like there's the story. There's the aftermath of Rat. Yeah. They're still needle and pinning and you know. It, oh boy, God, Frank Hughes in my solo band, you know, was in arcade and yeah, we were just talking about it the other day. Um, you guys got signed to Sony Records to yeah, do these albums. Sony, yeah, yeah, right after. They that. wanted to be in the Stephen Piercy business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, you didn't go to Atlantic with this. You just you wanted. Well, to I went to them. They had the option, mm -hmm. and they said we want it. And and I had already put us in the studio and recorded like I do. Yeah. I don't fucking wait for anybody. Mm -hmm. I went in and recorded ten songs and went. Oh, here's my shit. And they go, okay, well, we want that. And then I had it out personally <laughs> with President of Atlantic, Doug Morris, like in a not a good way. Mm -hmm. It was like, okay, and you too. And I want this. And I went, no, I ain't going to get that. And he goes, okay, we'll take it. And then next thing I know is 
I get back to He's like, well, we don't want it. I go, whatever. I go to Epic Sony and the guy that President uh, Dave Glue, who was with Atlantic, he goes, I'll take that. And I'll give you a bunch of zeros for two of those. Nice. And I went, you're in, pal. Let's go. I'm ready to go. And we did. And the first record was a great record. I mean, we, it's one of those records you really are, you know, we really worked on it. We were spot on. Mm-hmm. And, and, Focused. Uh, yeah. yeah. Something to prove. And, and I can do happened. something. And it just, one of those things that just kind of happened, you know, it's like the Vertex thing. You write with somebody and the songs just fall into place and it just becomes its own beast, you know. Not much questioning and answering. It just happens. And you wanted to, uh, obviously, you wanted to show people that you weren't just about rat, and mm-hmm. that you could do other things. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, know. a lot of people hated me because I didn't play rap music on tour. Well, that's not what you, you know, do. We ended up opening for Bon Jovi, which is kind of cool. Some shows, yeah. and people were like, "Rat, rat." I'm like, "No, no, uh, no." I no. go see this. I, I've seen uh, Tom Petty's band Mudcrutch. They don't play Tom Petty and the Heartbreaker songs. They play their mm-hmm. Mudcrutch album. Yeah, you know, um, oh God, I don't know. I have. You but know. when you're doing solo, you could throw arcade songs in right now. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can play whatever you want. Yeah, that's doing exactly a solo show. what I do. Yeah. yeah. So then you do, uh, then you got Vicious Delight and Vertex, and then it's, uh, it's 1999, mm-hmm. and that's it's time right. to get Rat up and running again. Right. It's just three of you. It, it's four guys, but it's just right. three original guys. It's Flotzer, right. Warren, Man. you, yeah. Robbie Crane. Mm, couple side guys, yeah. yeah. And, um, and Richie Zito produces this one. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was the, the yellow record. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, as me and Warren said, you know, we almost got there. And even on the last, even Infestation Warren, I still believe, hey, we almost got there. You know. Uh, what about these four songs you just started working on? You, these uh, new ones? Yeah, oh, are you getting there? With Rat? Yeah. With Warren? With what me and him wrote? Yeah, with yeah. Oh, yeah. If, if, if one of them was just released, I'd be happy and say, that's it. All you got is one song. That's it. Thank you. But it, it's another one of those things. He just plays me a riff. We're yeah. sitting around the pool. I'm like, what is this? And he's like, well, and I started like humming this melody and, and stuff. And he goes, let's go in the studio. And I go in and but we're at the pool. The song's done. <laughs> We wrote a song, and I'm like, well, that's how it's supposed to happen. Nice. You know, it's supposed to, you know, uh, you know, nitpick around. I mean, some of our best songs are written just like that. They were just, you just wrote them. Yeah. You didn't think about them or dissect them or worry about delays or, you know, this and that. And Yeah. So, we're, you know, hopefully we can see it. I'm, my goal is... <laughs> To try to get started at the end of the year, and you know, we'll see what happens. Let's hear uh, from the self-titled Rat 1999 album. Let's hear a little bit of "It Ain't Easy." Mm. I know you're still breathing, cause you're still bleeding me. We'll turn it off and fade to black, cause I don't wanna see. Show me now what you've been thinking And tell me what you know I don't think that I relate But damn, 
<laughs> I don't even remember that. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I don't fucking remember that song. All me, I know is the production ain't the production I would have liked. So when you guys, you know, the end of the year, you guys have uh, more songs ready to go. Is Bo Hill going to be uh, given a call? I always want him involved. It's, a, it's all politics, man. Mm-hmm. You know, now you have, you know, three of us will be battling it out for whatever, whatever. But who knows? I always want Bo, Bo involved. I mean, he was our partner, mm-hmm. you know. He's like a, the, we started the, the sixth member. Yeah, we started together and he created the sound, and, and uh, you know, and that's the way it is. The, he doesn't adjust to that same protocol like I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, times have changed. And, I mean, look what he did with I Can't Take It off of uh, Smash. I mean, we went, holy shit. You know, I went, things have to step up to this level. Yeah. This is what we got to do. If he's not around, I got to make sure this, the rest of the record has this, you know, uh, uh, vibe, everything. Yeah. You know, and I know how he does it, you know, um, but that would be brilliant. And I've, I, throw him in the mix all the time. I don't know. You know, uh, this time maybe I might have to fight the fight but fingers crossed yeah sure let me play i want to play a song from In- infestation mm. and, and then we're going to jump back into smash business mm-hmm. but infestation came out in 2010 mm-hmm. and let's oh, hear actually it was today that it was released it was the anniversary of that today today yeah the, the 420 is when we're recording this mm-hmm. when it was released and that's when it was originally released uh, yeah mm-hmm. Well, I was on the internet. Seven years ago. told me that. I'm fucking... (laughs) I got two songs queued up. Do you want to hear Last Call or Best of Me? Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, I'd rather hear Eat Me Up Alive. All right. I have it. That's like the shit. I will oblige. That's that's Carlos and me. Uh, Carlos actually instigated Eat Me Up Alive and Best of Me. Now, Carlos, I don't know how to say... I don't know. I never know how to say his last name. Cavazzo, quite right. He's great, and he's been he's yeah. been in the in the rat mm. fold for a while. I'll bet. Yeah. Okay, eat me up alive. That's that kicks off. Now the album. that is a song I like. That's that's my cup of tea. The other ones are commercial. Okay, here it comes. <laughs> Nice. Okay, that's the way you kick an album off. Yeah, you see, and you know, oh, God, I don't know. Maybe I didn't mention it in my book, but uh, that was a very interesting period uh, for me personally because (laughs) I was not in good shape for that 
but somehow I got up every day and rewrote the. I thought I had all the lyrics written mm -hmm. and everything. It was like, ooh, copacetic, let's go. We all stayed at the producer's place out of LA, some, you know, weird place, and you couldn't escape, and we were all together, mm -hmm. and everybody had their own room. Uh, but I got up somehow every day and rewrote lyrics to every song. It just wasn't right for me. So when when did you get yourself back in shape? About back year, in about a year ago. Just about a year ago. Uh, to 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 normal shape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, about a year ago. How it took are you, a few tries. And how are you feeling right now? Oh, great. You know, great. I'm I'm way copacetic, but. But back, you look, you look, I mean, you look great. You look clear eyed. You, you're, you, you know, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it takes a bit, but you know, uh, you know, uh, you go through some things that kind of smack you around a bit and losing everybody around you. Mm -hmm. You get a wake up call here and there, but you got a good support system around you now. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping very, an eye on tight every, everyone's keeping an eye on each other. Yeah, very, very tight circle. Um, the thing was interesting about these sessions is they literally used to put a mirror under my nose in the morning to see if I was, like, alive. Well, that's... <laughs> that's, that's. I would be like, I would be like, yeah, he's alive. Yeah. All right, well, he's got to sing eventually. And I'd yeah. go, get everybody out of there. We have to get at least uh, 10 songs done I don't want before anybody. he can pass away. Yeah, I don't want anybody around. I still didn't want anybody around me. You know, I, I still stick to that protocol. I don't want anybody around when I do what I do. Yeah. You know, uh, so when you, when you know that you were very disruptive, when you know that you were in that kind of shape, when you, when you hear songs from infestation, then does it, does it put you in a certain mood or a certain feeling or are you just like, no, that's, that's I, behind that's, me. No, I was in worse shape. You know, mm -hmm. Rat records. You know. It'd be lying down singing or lying down with somebody or standing up or I don't know. It depends. Now, look, we don't, obviously we don't know each other, yeah, but yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. you are, you are a person that you wake up and you're like, today's today. Yeah. But see, back then it was like, you know, we were like pirates, man. We were cement pirates and that was literally <laughs> our term. We cement, cement pirates. Pirates. We lived, breathed that fucking asphalt and yeah. we didn't give a shit about anything except playing our music and kicking ass and that was it, you know, and taking everything by the fistful as much as possible. We didn't even think we would go plastic, let alone yeah. fucking platinum. I mean, we didn't know how long it lasted. I mean, I remember Robin and I listening to, uh, when they first played us on the radio, we heard us, uh, we were coming out, uh, out of Hollywood to Rat Mansion West, and, and uh, uh, we were on KLOS and KMET at the same time. We looked at each other and went, here we go. Now it's happening. You know, uh, this is what it's about, man, I guess. So let's fucking go for the gusto. <laughs> and it didn't help having Motley as our fucking pit crew. You know, we were, you know, we called ourselves the gladiators, you know, uh, when we ran around together. So uh, go figure. And let me ask you this before we talk about Smash. Yeah. This is, um, I need to know mm. who owns the name Rat. The partners. The partners. The partners being Martini, uh, myself, and Crucier. So the other guy, 
he can't go out and we and we will not discuss any of that okay case closed okay yeah well yeah, yeah. for me i go where the singer is and i go where yeah. the majority of the band is yeah. i don't and you're not talking you don't have to say a thing. sure sure I don't want to see a cover band yeah. playing those songs. Mm -hmm. I want to hear you screaming at me, mm -hmm. yelling at me. Yelling at you. I want to hear Warren, mm -hmm. and I want to hear Carlos, and mm -hmm. th that's what I want to hear. So I'm, yeah. I am excited for yeah. whatever happens in the future mm -hmm. under the name Rat. Thank you. But go ahead. Yeah. Um, and again, you don't have to say anything. We're no, moving no, right no, to no. Smash. We have some really, really good shows mm -hmm. coming up, and, and I... I you know, when we first got back together and things started going in the right direction, we, my whole uh, uh, direction was to take it slow and, and you know, do the right thing yeah. and do the right shows. And, and so we have a fistful of festivals and headlining majority of them and go do Sweden Rock Fest and entertain people here and there and then we're going to take a break and uh, try to regroup on doing a record and then next year should be the the, the real assault. Cool. Um, yeah, and I'll go, you know, I'm still out. Uh, you know. Uh, uh, do you have any LA shows coming up? Solo shows? Mm, oh yeah, I do have a whiskey coming up. Uh, I believe June, uh, I don't know, June something. It's on my site, stephen-piercy.com. So if I text you, you uh, put Kyle and I on the guest list for that? Of course not. Of course. <laughs> of course so. Of course so. Well, <laughs> yes, yes. You answered that correctly. You might have to get padded down yeah. and, and the beeper. No, let me tell you something. Let me tell you how much fun I had of tonight. I'm going to tell you. This is, this is my list of questions. Mm -hmm. Look look at it. I didn't, even, I didn't even open it. I didn't even look at <laughs> That's it. That's the way it should be. I didn't need to do it. Good, right on. I think man. the only question I asked in this list was, are you originally from California? Yeah. It's a, look at it. That's it. Born in Long Beach, California. Yeah. All right. Now here's the reason. In 1985. No. <laughs> That's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I know how old you are. I'm not saying you look fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. And you feel good. It's the jeans. <laughs> studs on there. <laughs> okay. Let's hear some more smash. Yes. This is out on Frontiers Records. Yes. Uh, you can buy it digitally on iTunes if that's what you do. Yeah. But if you want to, you want to read the lyrics, you buy a physical copy. Yeah. It's on it's, vinyl. It's on vinyl, which makes me very happy because it's what I wanted the record to be, mm -hmm. like a me opening up Zeppelin three or yeah. four or whatever, and going, "Wow, and this did, has a beginning, middle, and an end." And did the record company go for vinyl, or did you have, yeah. to, no, you have no. to fight for that a little bit? No, they did. They did. It was it was a beautiful thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, let's hear a couple more songs from Smash. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you mentioned this one earlier, Lollipop. Yeah, yeah. I'm still. Uh, uh -oh. you know, I still have that. So sexcapade <laughs> so besides me going earthly and above and interstellar and light and dark i had to yeah throw in some sex it up well i was thinking about the beach you know and uh you know 
this is great. For this Don't, you sound like you're embarrassed by this. Fuck, no, I'm All not right, cool. All right, let's hear Lollipop. Oh, man, let's Play hear this lollipop. loud. That, this reminds me of a, of a song David Lee Roth would have sang back in 1978. Well, we, you know, <laughs> the funny thing is when we start working on songs, we go, we, we give it like a, a, a tag, like, yeah, that priest thing or that ACDs or whatever. And this was our, hey, that Van Halen <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, that has a Van Halen before groove. Before it, you know. And, and the, the, the best part, I, the part I love about this song when I, is, is, and I knew Matt would do that, the engineer and stuff, uh, co-producer, producer. When I go, I go, hey, girls, I'm talking to you. Just give me a hell yeah. <laughs> and, and I go, you're going to bring girls in here, aren't you? To say hell yeah. And he did. And I thought that was fucking clever. He didn't think I'd get it, but I got it. <laughs> <laughs> let's hear, uh, now let's hear a little bit of a song called uh, What Do You Think? Mm. So good. Influenced by. Who is that one influenced by? Oh, Zeppelin, totally. Oh, yeah. There's like a couple of songs. I feel dumb now. There. No. I'm going to edit in me I, saying I that's am, influenced by Zeppelin, I right? Am, I am like, you know, uh, the, the. I don't even think I was into music when I saw Zepp, the original Zeppelin. That sounds weird. I saw them twice in 75 in San Diego on Monday and a Thursday night, and then I saw them in L.A. in 77, and my whole life changed. And that's when I started playing. I just went, holy shit. If this is this, this is it. I mean, I was turned on to Alice Cooper, Black Sabbath, and and all of this before I was even interested in music. I mean, I was a, a drag racing pit crew guy. I didn't want anything to do with music. Are you a gearhead? Are you a, your closet gearhead? Yeah, I still am. You know, I sponsored top fuel dragsters and funny cars, and uh, but I was a pit guy. I went on the road. And so you can get under. Guy. You can lift up the hood and uh, mm. and and work around in there. Yeah, somewhat, but okay. on, but those cars were, were a whole different uh, animal in the seventies. I mean, there, there, it wasn't like the world that NHRA drag racing is now. Back then, you slept under the semi, you slept under the car, and you, you know, there was no big 
you know, multi-million dollar deals. So it was a whole another ball game. I was the guy who carried the hot oil and threw it against the fence and, you know, <laughs> shined the car and poured the bleach and pulled the car, you know. I wanted to drive, you know. So I, you know, I was turned on to music. I mean, I thought Alice Cooper was a chick when I first heard the name, you know. Yeah. My friends were like, no, it's a guy, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I like it. Love it to death and all of this. And then, you know, I started getting turned on. My sister turned me on to Bowie, Rod Stewart. Yeah. I didn't have a clue. I was like, you know. Well, see, this is amazing. Here's the, you're, you're yeah. like you said, you're working on a pit crew, mm-hmm. and inside you, you have all this musical talent and ability. Yeah, but it took You don't me, even know it. it. But it took me getting, like, on a deathbed to get there. You know, uh, literally, uh, my whole life changed as a teenager. Well, I have to ask you what happened. Well, I got run over by a car and was in the hospital for like five, six months. You got run over by a car. Yeah. A car hit a person. Uh, me on a bike, yeah. And, and uh, you know, I, was, I, was, I had to learn to walk again. And, and I was in the hospital on my back. And, and they said, you're never going to race cars. You ain't gonna happen. You got rods. And how old were you when this happened to you? About fourteen. Oh my god! And so somebody gave me an acoustic guitar in the hospital before I left, and I went, "Oh, okay." And I kind of just adapted to it. Next thing I know, I'm writing songs, you know. And well, that's a horrible way to find out that you have musical ability. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's reality. I mean, I didn't, I didn't give a shit about. I'm laughing, but that's horrific. Well, yeah, but, you know, I I find it weird, too, that how did I start writing songs, like, right away? Yeah. I mean, I wrote complete songs, music lyrics, all these weird songs, Valley Euphrates, all these things that, to me, make sense now, because it's what I'm into, all this interstellar. Maybe it was one of those things, you know, you hear about people, oh, this guy, something happened to him, and then Mm. when he came out of his coma, he could play (laughs) piano. Maybe... Something well, mine, was a little, mine was a little different, yeah. Yeah, but I did. Somebody gave me a guitar. I don't know who it was. They gave. I just ended the up. An- with it a, was the Angels. It, yeah, it could be the bad ones too. <laughs> but but whatever. They. I just got acoustic guitar and I adapted to it. And then somebody taught me chords and I went, oh, I can do this. And then I went to go play guitar in a band, and they go. We have guitar players. Can you sing? And I go, oh, I don't know. I don't guess. Know. And I became this singer guy. And then when I decided, well, wait, I, I can do both. I can play guitar and sing. And that's when I created Mickey Rat. And the rest is history. And, and here we are. Yeah. Now you're in a now writing still, studio now in I, Studio City, California. With yeah, yeah. A couple now of I, idiots. I, no, 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 no. I, I, you know, I, I do appreciate and respect that people still like what I do or have mm-hmm. done, and it's 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 a cool thing. I mean, it it, it really is mind blowing for people to go, man. I you know, you know, I I it, there's no words for it. Well, you know, it, it's like, hey, thanks. Uh, I don't know what I did, but, you know, if, if it's good, it's good, you know? Well, look, I, we're going to 
We're going to do a little promoting. Mm-hmm. I want to, your website, you are Stephen-Piercy.com. Stephen-Piercy.com. And there's all the rat dates and solo dates and merch and this and that and records and all my catalog on iTunes mm-hmm. and, and uh, my dog. It's your one-stop <laughs> shop for all things Stephen Piercy. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and you want to give your Twitter handle out so people can follow you? Uh, I believe my Twitter is uh, Stephen E. Piercy. You looking that up, Kyle? Mm-hmm. I think it's Stephen E. Piercy. S. E. Piercy or Stephen E. Piercy? Yeah, it's Stephen E. Piercy. Yeah, on Twitter. Yeah. And that's you. You're doing the tweets are coming directly from your thumbs. I, I yeah, but I like to talk about weird shit. You know, <laughs> that's okay. I don't. I don't go on there. Go, hey, everybody. I go, no, I. Space. What turns me on is the UFOs. And Do you ever talk about the three Ps? No. Okay. Uh, also, I want to give a shout out to John Freeman who helped uh, get you yes, in that seat. Yes, yes. And my guys who uh, in my band, everybody knows the rap band guys. Yes, uh, we'll give, give them a shout out. Say who they are. Who's on drums? Uh, in my solo band, Greg D'Angelo from White Line. Oh, yeah. Eric Farantino's been my side guy for 15 years. Uh, Matt Thorne was in an early version of Mickey Rat Rat back in the mm-hmm. day. Uh, Frankie Wilsey, uh, known as Frank Wilsex in Arcade. He's in my solo band. And who we missing? Um, Matt. Uh let me listen there. Matt, Greg, um, me. Yeah, you. Eric, We're missing you. And Greg. That's it. And then the rat guys, uh, Warren and, and uh, Carlos. Juan and Carlos and the guy on drums. He stole from uh, Black Star Riders. I didn't steal. Oh, he is now. Um, uh, and uh, who else we got going in that group? Is that it? Juan? Juan. That's hey, it. Hey. Yeah. I hey, yell you. at you. Uh, we on Twitter, we are, I am at Pat underscore Francis. The show is at Rock Solid Show. Kyle is at Kyle Dotson Funny. Mm-hmm. And you can find all our episodes on Art19. And we have a website, rocksolidpodcast.com. And we have a guy, Andrew Rich, who we love, who does all of our show notes. Nice. And, um, this album, Smash, is fantastic. It's out on Frontiers Records, uh, Amazon, iTunes, your local record store. Mm. Uh, go get it. It's got the lyrics in there, so you can tell what this guy's yelling about, finally. Yeah, and it's interesting stuff. If people would open their eyes and their minds, some of it, it's not all just lollipops and <laughs> stuff. It's got a great cover art, too. Another, another thing that sometimes sabotages some of my veteran artists is horrible cover art. Well, he actually has the smasher created by Jim Koch, my art guy. I'm yeah. the art director, but... Uh, it's great. He, the cover is great. He is actually... He has a halo for a reason, because you don't know the light from the dark, and I'm just presenting you some subjects in Smash. And, and you're going to let us decide. Yeah, sure. Right. It's, it's on the right side. Yeah. Stephen, thank you so much. This was wonderful. And thank you. Very nice to meet you. Let's play out with a song called Hit Me With a Bullet. I love that song. Let's do it. Mm-hmm.